Here we go, chapter 12, Gurus Hashem. After having discussed the interesting way that the Midrash explains that it was specifically either 6 or 12 or 60 or 600,000 um, children per litter that were being born, and how that can't be just a coincidental number. V'yesh lefarish. Ki ksiv kasher ye'anu kein yarbe v'chein yifrotz. So to the extent that we were afflicted, that's how we were increased and that's how we um, broke out. We appeared to, to you know, kind of explode, I guess maybe that's, that's a good uh, way to translate it in this case, in this context. Ulefi shehayu minyan osam sheisha yamim rutsufim blishum hefsek obishabas hayu nachim kedisimirish. Oh, so since they were me'anin, they were afflicting us. Sheisha yamim, rutsufim, six days in a row. Six days of hard labor, right? Without any interruption. And then on Shabbos, we had rest. Now, you're going to think, what? In, in, in Egypt, you had rest on Shabbos? What's going on? See, he's going to bring a Midrash to support that. Obviously, weave it, but then, you know, the Midrash, there's a side point, just to say that Shabbos was not a day of work. Then we're going to resume the discussion how they used to work six days on Shabbos. Obviously, that's where the number six is going to come from. So, the Midrash says that on Shabbos, didn't work. Shebo Moshe, Lifnei Paro, Moshe came in front of Paro, Ve'amar, Ve'chi Efshar, Lifnei Adam, She'yasu Molocha, Tomit, is it possible for people to work non-stop? Bli Hefzik, without any interruption, Velo Yeh, Lehem, Margoa, Be'nasayim, and that they shouldn't have any tranquility in between, any breaks. Amar Lo, Leich, Bachar lechai yom echad. Go and select for yourself a day. That one day they will not do work. V'bachar Moshe b'yom haShabbos. Moshe chose the Shabbos day. V'kevish anasan kodesh boruchu. Shabbos al yado as samach b'matnas chalko. Then afterwards, Moshe Rabbeinu rejoiced in, the, in his portion. Shabachar lechalko yom haShabbos. B'mitzrayim, the Moshe Rabbeinu chose for his portion Shabbos in Egypt. V'zehu shetiknu yismach Moshe b'mat naschalko, which we say in davening. Right now, we're discussing Moshe Rabbeinu not when he comes back already when he is eighty years old. He comes back to save the Jewish people. We're discussing Moshe Rabbeinu when he's a, a little baby, when he was a little boy. Right. <coughs> Correct. I'm sorry? The mitzvah of Shabbos? No, but uh, there is still the union of Shabbos. That's, that's why Moshe chose it. So coming back to our discussion. So they were toiling for six days. Now according to this pshat, we have to remember something that Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Oh, there's a problem, right? We have a, we have a kasha. This midrash is only going to help us from the at least a few years after Moshe Rabbeinu was born, at least three years after he was born. Right? He must have been at least three years old because until then he wasn't even in the palace yet. He's still being weaned by his mother, right? So, um, and we know Moshe Rabbeinu was born six years after Miriam, right? Miriam was already in the period of the Maru Eschayehem, they already embittered our lives, because we already became quite a large nation, right? We're trying to explain over here the tremendous population boom of the Jewish people that began happening for, with, the, with the end of the 70 souls, right? That the, the Apostle describes that we were, we were um, multiplying so quickly in the very beginning of our Shemos. And yet, Moshe Rabbeinu, at least he has to be three, that's already nine years after the birth of Miriam, right? Which is itself already very late in the game. Okay? So, this Midrash is uh, good, but it's not really going to help us for the morals looking for. Make sense? We want from the beginning, more or less, of the 210 years... In the 210 years, we want, we're looking for why we're multiplying at a rate of six per liter. So he's saying, well, it's because we were working six days a week, right? And he brings a midrash from something that took place, um, you know, about 80 years before we left, right? Which, which, which is not accounting for us for the 130 years when the, when the population boom was actually happening. We're trying, to, we're trying to find out why they had a day off. No. You gotta find out what it was six. 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 Now, Maral is gonna try to connect it to the fact that we were working for six days to the extent that they afflicted us. That's the extent to which we, uh, our population grew. So, since we were afflicting us for six days, so our population grew in sixes. That's the direction he wants to go. But you got a problem. Why are we not working on Shabbos? So, he's bringing a Midrash. But the Midrash is 130 years later than when we are discussing. The implication being that they had seven days before that. Yeah, maybe. So let's see. Ba'afal gav shebezehazman lo nolod Moshe adain. Aye, the time that our population boom was being discussed, Moshe had not yet been born, like we just pointed out. Mikol mokum kaven shelo yihu omdim yisrael zayin yomim beinui rak sheisha yomim. Since this is not going to be forever, this is not going to be an essential part of our shibud to be working seven, seven days a week. So then, then the, even the population boom which is happening earlier is only number six. Meaning to say, for part of our enslavement, we worked for seven days. Or it could be they would give us periodically days off when they would see that we're really tired. You know, like after like three weeks, they would say, okay, guys, you know, um, go 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 rest for a day or two, right? Um, and, and and then eventually it's it's stabilized at six days of work and, and one day of rest. So the point is, since that's where it eventually kind of ended up, so then the shibud mitzrayim is defined as being a six-day shibud, and therefore the population boom is is go, goes in um, numbers of six. Ulfikach neged ha'inui paru v'ravu sheisha bekeres echad 
בלי הפסק, כמו שהיו אוסין מלאכה שש ימים. אוקיי. Like I said, it's not about seven days. Uh, I, I don't know if it means that until then, Paro, Moshe Rabbeinu came and said to Paro, is it possible for people to work without interruption? Paro was like, yeah, they've been working for seven days for the last 130 years. Right? I think it's very possible. Right? So rather what? Obviously, Paro has been away. He's been giving them time off when they've been needing it. Yeah, every once in a while, whatever it is. I, so I don't know how like often. Six. Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't have. Maybe it was used to be. Maybe he pushed them a little bit more than necessary. Moshe Ben said, "Okay, listen. You want productive workers? Give them one day off every seven days." Paro said, "Okay, I hear it." Right. So it means until then he'd been doing. I don't know. Every ten days. Every you know, whenever it is that you know, some sort of interval. So the point is, it was never seven days every single week. A law. Seven days. Seven days. Seven days. That was not the case. Right. Okay, so it was some sort of a. Um, she would with a, with not, without an exact number of days, and then it finally stabilized at six. So, some logic so before Osha came to Pharaoh, it was an average of six. It was not. So what, what it was? What is it? Maybe not. Maybe it was an average of six and a half. But it was hovering. It was hovering. I doubt it. I doubt. I, I doubt it. It sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, helped to implement a, a leniency over here. Right, um, so but uh, let's say on average they used to have one day off every ten days or so. So why is it six? It should be nine. That was back then, but then by the time Moshe Rabbeinu came, he stabilized it at six days of work, one day off. So since until then it was a fluctuating number, it was a non-concrete number, and then finally it settled on six out of seven. So then. The overall picture, if you had to ask the Jewish people, you know, let's we, now we look back. What was the enslavement? The answer is enslavement was six days. When we just said that the, the, the population explosion happened after 80, at the 80th, 80th, 80th end year. But that's not what the Psukim say from the very beginning of Parsha Shmos. The Psukim say there's a population explosion. Those Psukim of Yirbu, Yishutsu, uh, right? All those six expressions. Say it's referring to after three years after Moshe was born. You can't because the chronology, the, not the chronology. The, you can't. You can always, if need be, you can say in Mukta Mukha Torah. But here it's different because here the psukim link up the causality. It says that the Egyptians saw that we were being very fruitful, right? And they said we have to be wise with them. Let's let's enslave them. Let's do this. So uh, the the uh, the causality in the psukim doesn't allow for that type of uh, playing around. Okay. Uluman Damar. This this is this approach, by the way, right? Is um, you're gonna see uh, this. This is morale often will take it in layers, bring us down in layers into uh, deeper and deeper understandings of the of the answers. So this this is his first. This is just yeah, if someone asks you, you say they worked for six days. That's why we had. That's why we had that much. The pasuk says to the extent they afflicted us. That's the extent to which we. To which we um, multiplied for six days. That's it. Yeah, see you later. Ah, you're gonna get into technical things with me. Okay, it might not get out so. It might not come out so great. 
will have deeper answers to help to help you uh, kind of to help that it should be palatable for you and not to invalidate the pshat, not to invalidate the simple answer. It just means the deeper answers will help us to see why even the whole time is always stuck at the number six, much more so, I mean, more reasons to establish it at six. Okay? Because right now it sounds a little bit, okay, you know, it was fluctuating and then afterwards it settled on six. So not not uh, exactly uh, the the um, most straightforward understanding over here. But it's a simple understanding. Ulaman Damar, Yud base, Hayu Yodos, and but what about according to the one that they were giving birth to twelve? Twelve is not is not it's not six, it's not sixty, it's not six thousand, it's not six sixty thousand, not six hundred thousand, right? It's it's twelve. Mipnesh Abelila Hayu Osim Mikros Hagever Hayu Mamidimosam from the crowing of the rooster, they would get them up, and the rooster crows while it's still nighttime, the sun has not yet risen, it's, it's, uh, it's the first beams of, uh, of, uh, of light are coming out, right, the sun is, uh, the sky is becoming illuminated, but it's not yet daytime, it's not, the sun has, the bowl of the sun has not yet risen, right, <coughs> and they would already get them up to work, v'nei yeish kan, Mishnah Schar Sachir Laavod Biyomu Velayla. That's why there's a doubling of the reward for someone who works during day and night. Lakachayu Molidim Yu Base Neged Yom Velayla. That's why we're giving birth to twelve, six for day and six for night. Anyway, we see this type of a concept with the um Rashi discussing Eved um, Ivri that he's also that he's considered to work for you di- during day and night uh, because of the also the fact that he's partially engaged during the night time that's, that's enough to make it I mean as long if a person would work only during daylight only during actual daytime then it would be one but you're making it work during day and during night that's already two um, so, especially you know, if they would work them partially into the night, also you know, then you got night beginning of the of the night, you got the end of the night. So the night also counts. Venerally, ki elu yud base hayu sheishes zachar and v'sheish in the caves. Oh, so he doesn't have a source for this, but it would appear to the morale that these are six boys and six girls. This is going to be awesome. Those of, especially those of you that came to the Haggadah Shel Pesach Shir on Hanukkah last year, right? We discussed as we were there. We discussed. You used to come for the Shabbos, I'm sure. No. Came three or four times. Sorry, what did I say? Pesach. You said Gra Shir. Yeah, the Gra on the Shel Pesach. Right? Why is this night different? That it becomes a Zed, it becomes a Zacher. Zed is a masculine language. Because of the fact that nighttime is feminine and daytime is masculine. Yeah? So here we go. Maral says it echoes the same words. 
It appears to him that six were boys and six were girls. Right? So being that we work during the day, we work during the night. So that's why we had six boys and six girls being born. Kibalaila, Sholet, Hamaor Hakatan. During the nighttime, the moon, the small luminary, rules over the world. And during the day, is the sun. So it is known that the small luminary, uh, because of the weakness of the strength of its illumination, that is similar to a female, whereas the sun, the large luminary, that is a very powerful actor. They would give birth to a pair, just like a day and night is really one day. Right? And it's incredible, because think about it. Day, the word day both means daytime, like daylight, and also means day means the full day. Right? Just like Adam can mean a man, or it can mean man and woman together. Right? So, man. <coughs> can mean two of them, and they means also both. Because the point is you have the primary. Right? Ma- the reason why you could talk about man as you know, loosely for referring to man and woman together is because the, when the two combine, the primary, the, you know, the stronger, kind of the more dominant force is the man, right? And the woman is what kind of facilitates that, right? What? what sorry? What you bring a proof? So why isn't that the reason as opposed to saying? Well, it also, has to make together, it also has to make sense. It's not just a historical fact, right? It actually has to somehow make sense that it was called, when the two of them were together, it was called Adam, right? And then when they were separated, the male was still called Adam, and the female now is called Chava. Why is that? One should be called Ad, and the other one should be called Am, right? No, it's, this one still get, continues to maintain the name Adam. Right or ish Isha. Isha is from the ish. Right. So the, the so the, so so too the day and the night. The day is the dominant thing. Right. The day, the day is when we do things. That's when we kind. Of, that's that's when we're alive. Right. Nighttime is kind of secondary to the day. And now without nighttime, you could not, you couldn't have day. Right. You need, you need rest. You need downtime. You need sleep. You need the evening. All those things are necessary. Right. But when they combine together, they make day. They make a day. Okay? <coughs> He's saying that male and female parallels day and night. We worked for six days. But if we take a deeper look, it's not just six. Those six days are actually each day is comprised of a day and a night. So that's why it's 12. Six boys and six girls. I guess I'm, I'm going to say it differently. Like I 
would have thought that, let's say, when they have relationship, like you're not supposed to have relationship in the day, you would think that when they had it, it's connected to the gender. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How is the, how the, is the let's forget about the... the, 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 the malacha, I mean, they work for a day and night. They work day and night. I did Inui. So they're being, the more they're, they're, the more they're, they're worked, yeah. the more they have children. children. Right. So now we're saying a different aspect, saying when they worked influences the type of children. Right. That's just the number. Correct. I mean, I guess that is the number, too. Because they work, they say, wait, when they work, it also... Since they worked also at night, they also had six girls. They worked during the day, that was six boys, and they also worked at night, that was six girls. Can I go back to my follow-up question? Is it possible to have 12 per liter? Is it possible to have 60 per liter? (laughs) No. What? No. Okay, so we'll get to it. Six, six is somehow okay. Okay, but let's see. Ulamanda um, or shishim bekerasecha, the one that says sixty in one liter. Daito kevin diksiv kasher yionu kain yarbe to the extent that they were afflicted. That's how they increased. Vehayu vehavi lemichtov. Kasher ye'anu kein yifra. The same way that they would afflict them, that's how they would be fruitful. Why did you say that's how they would increase? Kiloshen yarbe pirusho yoser miachad. When you say, right, for example, in the Pasuk Hashem commands, pru uruvu, Hashem said to Adam. What does that mean, Ezra? How do you translate that? Pru uruvu. Pru was first Multipl- word pru. Uh, be fruitful. Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what am I learning from those two? So be fruitful. How many fruits is fruitful? One. One. I can have maybe one child. And multiply, right? That's two. Right? So multiply means there's an increase in population, right? Okay. So so he's saying if we're trying to say to the extent that they afflicted us, that's the extent to which we were fruitful. So they afflicted us for six days, and we had six fruits. They afflicted us for six days and six nights, so we had six male fruits and six female fruits. Right? But it doesn't say that. It says to the extent that they afflicted us is the extent to which we increased, which means we're actually being more fruitful than fruitful. Then, then is the parallel level of fruitfulness. Make sense? Okay, as your made face, go ahead and speak out your kasha. I don't know. It sort of makes sense. Okay, so again, um, fruitful means just having a fruit. So if we want to say the, the number on this side of the column is the number on this side of the column, then we should use the word fruitful. Six, six, twelve, twelve, whatever it is. We're saying yarbe, that means multiplicity. That that's coming to again. We're we're listening very carefully to the Torah, it's right? Undefined. Undefined. But we're saying that this ratio is not a one-to-one ratio. Sure. Okay. That makes a lot more logical sense. What? Because it's uh, it's connected the number six in all cases. Here you're adding multiply, but it's undefined. Multiply by what? Fine, I agree. So, I mean, you're, you're, uh, what you're saying is we have not yet proven the number should be 60. 
Sure. Perhaps number should be 18 or something. I don't know. Whatever is the number. Fine. Fine. But nonetheless, sorry? 36. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we are all, it's, uh, we can do multiples of six. <laughs> um, right? There's, uh, Rati, you got one? Multiple no, of six? Sorry. Sorry. You can't think of a multiple of six? Ah. What? <laughs> 600. No, no, we're trying to go lower right now. Go lower? Yeah. Lower than what? Okay, fine. So you, I think you were in your own little world for a second. Well, no, Kurdi said ninth, that one. I mean, it's interesting. Ninth, ninth Inui has a connection to the spiritual expression of female offspring. I'm just thinking it's just the whole... That's what we said. I know, it's just an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're saying that Inui, the whole point of it is that they, regardless of the type, the basic idea was the Inui is removing the physical so there's more expression of the spiritual. That was the whole... That was by both. That was just that was a style. previous. That's the right. first slot. And I'm yeah. saying that's the next row. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Thirty-six. Um, Thirty-six. No, I already got that oh, number. Okay, sorry. Right. You didn't give us another. Well, I already said that number. Oh, all right. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve was already a number. <laughs> that said what? Thirty-four. <laughs> <Mazel tov>. Okay. <laughs> we got one. Very good. Okay. <laughs> No, no. My six no one wanted no. circles around you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> but how come no one was, wanted to say twenty four, thirty? Like, yeah. okay, fine. Anyway, kiloshen yarbe pirusho yoser miechad. Right. So the point is, yarbe is some some non direct relationship. Right. Some sort of relationship that's greater than just a one to one relationship. Ulefi pirusho shehayu yoldos. Shishim bekeres echad ki hayu neged kol yom v'yom miyamei hashavua ribui. So each day, which there were six of them, we had a ribui. We had a multiplic- we had a multiplicity. We had some sort of a ratio going. V'zehu asara. Now, as we're saying, but why? Why should it be ten? Right? Shenikroim ribui. Aval hapratim. Okay. Um so is saying like this that being that obviously for example, if we're dealing in the world of um Tafasta merubolo tafasta, right? I mean, often we have a principle of you don't say more than 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 what you than what you know to be the case, right? So, how for how fruitful were they being? Well, let's one you find one extra word. We were pru. That's one. Ruvu. That's two. Vyishrutu. That's three. Vifritsu, that's four, etc. So each word, you, you, it must be coming to tell me something extra, but I can't say maybe it's extra adding extra five or extra 20 or extra. No, you can't do that. You only you only have one. That's one approach to do it. So that, that's, but here, the moral saying, the word Yarbu actually has a mashmos, has a, has a connotation of, of um, how do I say this? Well, if you think about mathematically, right, you have um, you have a digit, and then if you want to break that digit into all of its subcomponent parts, what do you do? You move the decimal place over one, right? What? Meaning, 
Well, because, for example, I have one, right? Yeah. So if I move the decimal place over, then I'll, then I'll discover 10, that there's really 10 parts to this uh, one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that's really what, what this one break, if I have three, and I want to, you know, if I move the decimal place over, which means I change the zoom on my, on my, on my uh, microscope, right? I change the zoom, I click it over, and all of a sudden everything, when it opens up, is going to open up into 10. What? Third. What? You said three. So you- if I had three apples, and now I zoom in to look at the details as opposed to the big picture of things, and I will see 30. Because each one is comprised of 10. Mathematically, a number one is made up of you have a ten, 10... digit, a hundredth digit, a thousandth digit? Each, each number is comprised of, of 10 tenths. Right in a, in a decimal place system. This, this is splitting hairs. But I'm sorry, but when you, you move a decimal place over from a three to a point three, you get a third. Right. We're moving the yes. other way around. Going the other way. Doing it to thirty. Right. Okay. So, so it's thirty. Thirty tenths. Thirty tenths. Correct. Right. That's three. Thirty tenths. I mean, decimal place work by putting a 10 on the dividing number, uh, multi- both multiplying the number and dividing it by... So I, think, I don't think you mean decimal place. You mean unit. Well, that, those are decimal... I mean, that's how decimal places work, right? Decimal well, places sure, are, I mean, are fractions right. over 10, yeah, right? right? So, I mean, if something's 0. 0.6, that means it's 6 over 10, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. I, I'm with you. Okay, as 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 a Bitcoin guy, he's he got these things. Uh, <laughs> <I'm more. laughs> figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you sold out. Enough, but the rest broke it open. Oh, what is, is the Bitcoin is uh, out? Yeah. Oh, I know you. Done. Sell everything, get out. Oh, it's done. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh-huh. I I don't have any. You don't have to worry. I'm, what? I thought you said it's done. When it's done, it's when you buy. <laughs> right. I'm joking. I'm mm-hmm. telling you what the mainstream media wants you to believe. Ah, okay. I'm not, I'm not holding the partial. You'll have to... Correct. Yeah, uh, okay. right. Always counter-trade media. Okay. So, so, that, so that's one. So, that, so he's saying, if we're telling you the rebuy, basically we're telling you, um, look, at, look at the decimal place, right? I mean, if I have six, what that means is it's 60 over 10. Right, so that's so that means if I look closely at it, I'm seeing sixty in there. Okay, that's one. The old shim toymar Because again, if I want to look at the ribui of something, I move the decimal place over one, and I see the ribui. He's saying a svara, but um, human reasoning and, and mathematics are what I mean. The reason why math makes sense to us is because math is an expression of human reasoning. I mean, now, why that makes sense? Why math actually ex- helps to explain the world is a, is a very interesting question. But math is an expression of human logic, really. Mm-hmm. Right? They were only giving birth to six. Right? So 
Meaning, so one day they're afflicting us, and we're we're having one child. Well, one child is normal. That's everyone has one child in 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 a litter, right? So that is not gonna do it. So he that's why he understood this this opinion. Understood that you have to, um, you know, move the decimal place over. That even the one day should on a Ribuidika scale, give us ten children, that then, even the first day, has significance. The Blav Hockey Day, if you don't do it like this, call Isha V'isha, Yolad is Ben Echad, Ulefamim Shnaim, and sometimes you even have twins. Ulefikach, Pirusho, Shekineged, Kol Yom V'yom, Haya Ribui. It's coming to tell us each day had a multiplicity of ten when it came to having children, Dixiv kasher yianu kain yarbe ad shehayu shishim kachiesh lefarish. That's how you can explain it, and you can go home. You can tell your wife that to the extent that one is toils in Torah, that's the extent to which uh, the same thing should happen theoretically, and uh, day night, big stuff. But um, yeah, there's Kabbalah that people who learn both morning seder and night seder. Yeah, so they have, they have girls also. <laughs> what? See, see, oh. see, if you learn, if you learn during the day, then you have boys. If you learn during the day, then during the night, then you have girls. I don't do night seder, and I have three boys. Excellent. See, <coughs> there you are. See, you found the segula. Proof. It's not listening to Gemara. What? It's not listening to Gemara from the segula. Okay, Kaya guys, good chodesh, fair like a Hanukkah.